scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them and everybody else in between, uh, throwing it down Sunday, bloody Sunday style, depending on what side of the ledger you were on. We're breaking it down. We start on the diamond as the Los Angeles Dodgers are now just one win away from their first World Series championship in 32 years. Clayton Kershaw, a much maligned Clayton Kershaw, steps up and in, goes five and two third uh, innings, gives up uh, two runs. Dodgers uh, hang on 4-2 final score uh, for the series. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has gone 11 and two-third innings, has given up just three runs, 14 strikeouts. I don't know. That's pretty good for a guy that supposedly sucks in the postseason. And, oh, yeah, he also is now the uh, the second all-time strikeout leader in Major League Baseball postseason history. But, but I know, I know. He blows. Uh, but the Dodgers have been one win away uh, before, of course. They lost in uh, seven games to the Houston Astros. So this Tampa team's not going anywhere. Neither are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hell, the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, won the Stanley Cup. The Tampa Bay Rays are in the World Series, and the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing, uh, they're the real deal. And, of course, they sign Antonio Brown as well. Tom Brady and the Bucs keep rolling. They throttle uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, a 25-point uh, beatdown, now 5-2. and two. Dallas Cowboys hit rock bottom, rock bottom, as they lose to a team with no name. Is that Washington? I don't know, man. Washington might be the best team in this division. All right, they might be the best team in this division. Uh, the the NFC least, and I tell you what, the AFC least isn't much better. Let's take a look. Uh, the Buffalo Bills couldn't score a bloody touchdown against the New York Jets today. Uh, they they couldn't score a touchdown. Uh, the New England Patriots uh, bench Cam Newton after his third interception. Uh, the New England Patriots train wreck uh, going on in Foxborough. Buffalo Bills. And the New England Patriots throw it down uh, next uh, week. And, of course, we're going to be breaking it down. Big man on campus uh, steps up and in and uh, kicks it with us this evening. No Aaron Jones, no problem for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers lights it up. They do everything bigger in uh, Texas. And evidently, it's not just Bill O'Brien that sucked uh, in, in Texas. Uh, so we're breaking it all down here uh, this evening. The Dodgers are a win away. We're going to crunch uh, the numbers. The new AP Top 25 is out. Ohio State crashes the party. One game, they're already ranked uh, third uh, right now. The B beats Justin Gaethje easily, destroys him, and then uh, puts the gloves down. Sports Rage late night has begun. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Wow. What's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Portraits late night. I am Renzi. Let's do this thing. Big man on campus is going to step up and, and uh, kick it with us 
uh, this evening. Always great with uh, Big Man. We're going to run the gauntlet. We're going to uh, recap. You know what I want to do tonight? We're going to recap every game. We're going to blast through rapid fire each game. We'll give you our thoughts on the team, the game, the spread, what happened, how much they all suck. All right, because they all suck, uh, including including the Dallas Cowboys. Like, dear God, like rock bottom, rock bottom, man, uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Getting, getting throttled in the fashion that they did. Like, come on. Like, really? It was a wild day in the National uh, Football League, and no game was wilder. Uh, than the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. Arizona comes back and wins 37-34. Kyler Murray pulls a Russell Wilson on Russell Wilson. There's something about these teams. There's something about these teams uh, when they play against each other. You throw the records out, whether they're good or whether they're bad. Look, we nearly just had another tie game. They they tied years ago 6-6. I remember that game. I remember Bruce Arians blamed everybody but himself after that game. And look, we nearly had another tie. This game came close to tying. And um, with that, with that, a nice, clean sweep this evening. A nice, clean sweep of the board this evening. We didn't sweep the day in the National Football League. I remember last uh, week at this time, we were t- we, uh, we were in near tears. <laughs> Not really, but uh, I was crying internally. Um, you know, remember last Sunday we went 10 and 18. Last Sunday we went 10 and 18. This Sunday we go 17, 7 and 1. And you know what's crazy? We were 7, 7 and 1 coming into the night uh, slate. We've had, we've had like more bad beats uh, than like Dolly Parton, man. All right. Like uh, in the last couple of days, I don't cry about bad beats. I don't like the term square sharp. I don't like the term bad beats. All right. If you bet whatever, man, like the numbers are sharp. So if you lose by half a point, like like if you're if you don't have bad beats every night, your bets really suck and you're not even close. Right. So, you know, but they were they were starting to get to me. The Los Angeles Dodger game on Saturday night was one of the all time like epic collapses, especially for a team. Um, that has been in the World Series repeatedly and been unable to, uh, to to close the deal. Now, listen, I'm I'm a lifelong diehard Dodger fan, and I'm also a lifelong diehard Buffalo Bill fan. And you know, the, last night it sort of reminded me the the Dodgers of um, it reminded me of the uh, the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl that the Bills played in. All right, there was four of them. <laughs> There was there, there there was four of them, right? They lost to the New York Giants. They lost to the Washington Redskins at the time. Now the Washington Football Team, and they lost uh, they lost uh, twice to the Cowboys. And the last time they played, they, they got routed once by the Cowboys at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it was it was it was an embarrassment. They got smoked. Uh, but the last time they played, I think the Georgia Dome was like new and stuff like that. And I think it was in Atlanta. I'm pretty sure. But the Bills were actually leading at the half, all right? It was like their fourth Super Bowl. They were leading at the half, man. And I remember the Bills were up 13-6. It was like, oh, God. I was like, man, are they really going to do this? They're, they're actually beating the Dallas Cowboys at the half. They're doing everything perfect. <laughs> like, like, everything's looking good. And then the, the, the second half started, and Thurman Thomas lost his helmet on the sideline. There was like a fumble. Dallas returned it for a touchdown. Uh, Buffalo didn't score again type thing. Whatever Marv Levy said at the half, like, you know, uh, burn that tape and never use that as a halftime speech again. 
So the Dodgers have collapsed before, but they came out hot early in the game. And, you know, I want to I want to start off. Um, we have a lot of stuff to get to tonight. A lot of stuff to get to tonight. But I want to start off with Clayton Kershaw, in which, once again, um, in which, uh, once again, I don't see Clayton Kershaw. I don't see Clayton Kershaw trending on Twitter uh, right now. I see Helen Asselt uh, trending. I see DK Metcalf uh, trending. What's funny because if Clayton Kershaw would have lost tonight and given up a couple of home runs and lost, I guarantee you he would have been the number one trending topic on Twitter. Right? But no, no. The loser trolls, the loser trolls, once again, wrong. Wrong. I don't know. Clayton Kershaw started two key games in the World Series. Started the first game, which is a pretty damn important game, and just started a game five in which the series is tied at two, as big as it gets. As big as it gets. I don't know, dude. Guy went 11 and two-thirds innings, gave up uh, three runs with 14 strikeouts. But yeah, I know. Funny, but no, 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 nobody, right? I don't see, I don't see, I don't even see his name. I don't see his name online. I see Dodgers are one win away from title. I see hashtag Trump surrendered. Um, I was thinking, what, did he like walk into like the FBI and say, arrest me? Was <laughs> Trump surrendered? Uh, no, I guess he, uh, Something about COVID. He surrendered on fighting COVID. DK Metcalf is trending. Uh, Dave Roberts is trending because Dave, people want to bitch about Dave Roberts' managerial decisions, even though they win the game, but they don't want to give credit. Like, I'm sick and tired of the negativity of these people, man. Like, social media, it's not social media. It's loser media. It's loser media. That's what it is. Like, it's just nothing but negativity. Oh, Dave Roberts is, everyone's an idiot. Oh, he's terrible. Oh, everyone sucks. Right? He's terrible. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're all terrible. I know. They're all they're, they're in the World Series, right? You couldn't make your Little League team, little Timmy. Sit down and shut up. All right? Sit down and shut up. Oh, Doc Rivers, I can't believe he's blown three. Three times he's blown a 3-1 series lead. Oh, he goes, yeah, yeah, because the guy's been a head coach in the NBA for 22 years, jackass. <laughs> He's played in a lot of series, all right? It's like the, the level of stupidity of the casual fan right now is just beyond, like, it's beyond numbness, man. You know, and the negativity. So so Clayton Kershaw, dominant, all right? Uh, dominant might be a little strong, but strongly effective. You know, the thing is, I'd like to say, because me, I'd like to really, really big this up. But, you know, listen, he goes five and two-thirds. He goes six innings. The thing is, in today's day and age, that's all they want from you. Like, if this is 10 years ago, it'd be like, yeah, whatever, dude. The guy went five innings and gave up two runs. Who cares? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, like, well, in the old days, it'd be like, yeah, whatever. Not that good. You know, like, honestly, like the, the bar is different now. The bar is different. Guys go four innings now, and they get standing ovations you know, from the dugout and from the cardboard cutouts. So Kershaw did his job. They won both games he started. He gave up three runs and two starts. He struck out 14 batters and two starts. So shut the hell up. Where, where's the accolades? Like, you know, it's like Birdman. Put some respect on his name. And it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing with Jim Harbaugh. Funny. I'm also a diehard Michigan fan. Notice a pattern. All my teams seem to be disrespected. Toronto Raptors. So uh, Buffalo Bills. Well, the Bills deserve to be disrespected. Um like it, 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 it never ends. Like it, it, it never ends. A lack, a lack of respect, and the quickness to criticize them. 
So if Harbaugh would have lost to Minnesota last night, all right, first game of the year, Michigan, and never mind the fact that Michigan had four new offensive linemen, a new quarterback, and, you know, whatever, lost like, you know, half their team, right, on the road against the tough Minnesota Golden Gopher team. And, you know, Michigan were three-point favorites in a game. The betting market had confidence. Well, the betting market, Michigan are an overinflated value team. All right, they are. Michigan are popular. People believe in them, and a lot of people hate them. But I noticed, though, not a peep from the uh, the tool bags. Not 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 a uh, not a uh, not a not not a tweet. Not a hey, good job, but uh, you know by Harbaugh from the uh, the dumbwads. Um, seriously, if Harbaugh would have lost that game, Harbaugh would have been a number one training topic on Twitter. Michigan rolls. Michigan destroyed Minnesota. Nothing. Nothing. I believe uh, we have a promo on the start of the show. Starts with, you all suck. Well, you all suck. Except Kershaw Harbaugh. Suck on that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports Rage. Late night. Bet your rage. I am Renzi. Oh, hold on. I'm just uh, firing off uh, my tweet uh, here. As uh, you know, when you go 10 and 0, you got to pat yourself on the back. You got to pat yourself on the back. We're the first ones to call ourselves out. And as I stated last Sunday, we were a 10 and 18 on the day. Um, we had a, a million horrible beats. Yesterday, college football. I look forward to talking college football with big men on campus. But uh, we just uh, swept the board on the way out uh, here this evening. Uh, we stepped up and in. Los Angeles Dodgers to win the game. Glass now over six and a half strikeouts. Arizona Cardinals plus three and a half. Uh, Cardinals, Seahawks over uh, 55 and a half. Cardinals over seven-point teaser. Kyler Murray over 46 and a half rush yards. Kyler Murray over 24 and a half completions. Russell Wilson over 24 and a half completions. In game over 70 and a half. In game over Russell Wilson 340 and a half uh, passing yards. A nice, clean 10 and 0 to close the night, big man. That's definitely worth a pat on the back, isn't it? How you doing? Barstool Sports in the house. What's up, big man? Doing well. Great work. Yeah, it's great when those things kind of figure themselves out. I'll tell you this. That was a hard game. If you had three and a half like I did, um, it just seemed like, you know, Gabe, I, and I know you know where I'm going with this because you've seen this team play before. It's truly amazing how many breaks and 50-50 decisions the Seattle Seahawks get. It was nice to see one not go their way. And I'll tell you what, that DK Metcalf where he got off and I thought he was going to score – I was just thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, but, hey, nice work by you. Uh, everybody's a winner today. Well, you know what? And we are nice and on the way out, big man. But, dear God, bro, I had some bad beats. I was on the Dodgers last night. Um, that, that was just one of the – and I'm a Dodger fan. It was just ultra painful. Like, it was gutting. Like, it was, right. it was just – I felt, like, hollow after. 
Same way you feel after like, the Eagles devastating. I felt like the, the Raptors just lost like the finals or something. It was gutting, but I got to tell you, big man, I had a million bad beats I'll get to yesterday in college football, like one after another, bro. Well, yeah, I, I, you were just talking about Minnesota-Michigan. I had Minnesota's team total over 24 and a half. They had 24 with like nine minutes to go in the third quarter, and they didn't get there. They didn't score a point the rest of the game. So yeah, I hear you. It was uh, I had Temple over. They missed an extra point. It fell on seventy, and I had seventy. I hear you. It was a rough day. Weird weekend. If you came out winning money this week, which by was having soccer and me being good there, I was able to get a small win on the weekend. So hey, you know we live to see another day, Gabe. Yeah, you know what? I had SMU, SMU and Cincinnati, and I took Cincinnati. So good pick. I'm on the Bearcats. Yeah. Take the over fifty six. Come on, bro. Cincinnati put up 42, and it doesn't go over the number, right? Of course, 42-13 yep. gets to 55. Mm-hmm. Alabama, I hammered the team total. That was one of my best bets. All right, 44 and a half. They get to 48. But I also laid the points with Bama, but I had the over 66. They get to 65. Um, I, 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 I could go on. I, I, was on, I had some bad picks, bro, in the Mountain West. Like, I went, I went 0-6 last night in the Mountain West, big man. Every Mountain West game I picked, I lost. Air Force over? You had that? Yeah. Yeah. It was scoreless at the half. Yeah, that was a great pick. That was a rough one. That was a rough one. That was a rough one. It was on Vegas. It was on you. The Mountain West is a train wreck. Like, I came into today like, yeah, whatever. Like, I woke up. I even posted a GIF with my picks, like, with whatever. (laughs) Like, I was like, here's my picks. Yeah, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. I'm expecting the worst. And it was kind of frustrating uh, through the day. And, you know, it was a frustrating one for me today, too, was the Tennessee-Pittsburgh game. So I got Tennessee to win the game, big man. And I got the over 51. Dude, Pittsburgh are inside the five-yard line. It's at 51. They don't score. It's an interception. And then Tennessee don't score, big man. So I lose the Tennessee bet, and I get a stupid push in the game because Giskowski misses a stupid field goal. Yeah, I mean, that game's 27-17 at the end of the third quarter. Uh, oh. For as good as those teams are uh, at scoring touchdowns in the Reds, I mean, Tennessee is uh, one of the best teams in the league at scoring touchdowns and the one of the worst teams at giving touchdowns up in the Red Zone. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. But, you know, let me ask you, did you – I mean, at what point does the Tennessee Titans look at their football team and say, how many yeah. games are we going to allow this, this Guskowski to – to either try to screw us or indeed like today screw us. I mean, six missed yeah. field goals and cut this guy loose. He stinks. Yeah, you're you you great 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 point. You read my mind, that uh, big man. I was thinking about it. it's like all right, Frable. I know. All right, I get it. You know him from New England. I get it. He's your buddy. Blah blah blah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's like the Tennessee Titans. You guys are Super Bowl contenders for real. Like you're Super Bowl contenders, yeah. and you're gonna be in close games. And you can't like you can't count on this guy, big man. Like you he's like Vinatieri was game. at the end. You can't count Again, on him. Denver. Like exactly. Yeah. I know exactly. He cost them. It's constant. They they escaped that first game against Denver. They've had field goal kicking issues for years. First was suck up. Now it's Gutskowski. And I don't know, dude. It's not the only one. Look, Arizona. Look at it. They're lucky they won. Gonzalez misses the kick late. Uh, the guy, what's his name? Tyler Bass. Well, as I stated earlier, the guy in the Bills oh, right. back in the water because he sucks. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, big man. 
Look, dude, he missed. Oh, no, he's a big star today. He made five field goals. You missed a 35-yarder. You missed a 45-yarder. You're not at FIU anymore, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not playing against uh, Florida Atlantic on a Friday night, man, on ESPN3. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a that was an ugly performance today by the Bills' offense. I mean, Terrible. Josh Allen, you know, was able to move the ball, but they just couldn't score in the red zone. But, look, I get to credit them. I mean, they didn't look very good in the first half. Uh, it, look, when you give up 10 points in the first half to the Jets, I mean, that's bad. <laughs> to the uh, Jets, they, yeah. They, 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 yeah, they pulled their ears back, and they were they were good. It, look, it's a gritty win. Uh, if you had Buffalo minus the nine and a half or whatever, listen, Buffalo's a tough team, man. I, I've I've lost some money on that group the last couple of weeks between their defense and whatever. But you know, look, they get Milano back, they get uh, White. He's now healthy. Maybe that'll maybe move them a little bit. It looks like the the defensive line was a little bit better today. I know they had some guys yeah. that that didn't uh, didn't suit up the other night because of performance. So. Yeah, it was an ugly game offensively, but you got to find ways to win them. Stephon Diggs, where was he today? He didn't. He didn't do much. You know, what was with Diggs. He Diggs had a weird game, big man. Like, um, like the Bills. It was. It was actually a funny. It was actually almost funny. Like they were melting down, big man. Like when it was ten nothing. Like it was like on the verge of like, all right, the season's falling apart here, guys. Like Diggs. Diggs got hurt. He didn't get hurt enough to leave the game, but Diggs kept getting hurt. He was like jaw. He was fighting with everyone on the Jets. He was mouthing off to everyone. Jaw. He was getting mad. It was just one of those frustrating days today. Josh Allen, like the the inaccuracy problems are sort of rearing their head with Allen over the last couple of weeks. It was ugly. But like you said, look, they're playing the Patriots next week. And they're going to beat the Patriots. So the Bills are going to be six and two. And we're all pretty critical of the Bills. But did we expect them to be fifteen and one or sixteen and zero team? No. But, you know, they're on pace to be a 12-4 and four football team right now, big man. Yeah, I mean, look, not for nothing. The, the Bills should run away with this division. I mean, honestly. I mean, the, the Patriots are terrible. I mean, that, that's a bad football team. Uh, Beyond. And, you know, this, the Jets are horrific. And the Dolphins, you know, they try, but, you know, they're going to – So, big you know, man, exactly. Their quarterback and they're going I to tweeted win. this out earlier. The AFC East isn't much better than the NFC East. <laughs> like, it really isn't. No, I mean, I mean, you got the, the Jets, are... the Patriots suck, the Dolphins are mediocre, and the Bills are okay. The Bills are pretty good. So, like, the, you know, the Bills the Bills are pretty good. Let's give the Bills some due. But everyone else, I mean, the, yeah, the, the two East divisions are, are pretty bad. But, you know, and as you stated, I think the Bills' defense will start to tighten up as the season goes. I think we'll see the NFL as a whole start to tighten up as the cold weather kicks in. And, you know, the games get more important. It's hard to believe, but next week it's already going to be at a halfway mark, uh, week eight. So speaking of the East, as an Eagle fan, like, holy crap, this division's a train wreck. But I'm sure, like, you're, you're enjoying watching this Dallas Cowboy collapse right now because they might be the worst team in football. Like, if the Jets played the <laughs> Cowboys, I think the Jets would beat them. Like, honestly. Like, no, Jets versus Cowboys, yeah, who are you taking? Neutral field, pick them. I don't even care neutral field. Like, the Jets are better than the Cowboys are right now. The Jets don't give up. Like, the Jets, like, the Jets are somewhat competitive. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have talent, but the Cowboys, like, get blown out every game, bro. Yeah, and at least, like, the Jets have, like, a somewhat competent defense. The The Dallas Cowboys are, yeah, like, they battle. laughable. <laughs> Like, they're really bad. And, yeah, look, with Ben DiNucci, a quarterback going forward, I mean, you know, they go from being a team that, 
Look, I bet them to win the Super Bowl. I mean, at 16 to 1, I thought it was a really great price on them preseason, but obviously that's not looking very good now. It's, you know, that's what happens when you lose your franchise quarterback. But Ezekiel Elliott looks like a shell of what he once, once did uh, a few years ago. Uh, they can't get the ball to the receivers. They don't have that game-breaking tight end anymore. And the defense is college-level bad. So, yeah, I, I mean, what a, what a difference a couple of weeks makes. And they come in next week. We get the Cowboys next week. We have Ben DiNucci probably going to be a quarterback. So, But, again, Gabe, the Eagles will probably find a way to lose that game. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to count any chickens just yet. Um. Oh, man. Like, the thing is, this division and these games are so bad, but every game is important. Every game is important. And the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles, it's the Sunday nighter, guys. It's the Sunday nighter. Uh, the Cowboys are getting seven and a half points. Their quarterback, Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. James Madison. Um, I, you know, I don't know, like they're going to have to do something at the quarterback position. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I'm bringing in Jameis Winston. I mean, I don't know if the Saints would want to deal with them, though. I mean, they're they're probably not. They don't want to help an opponent, but it just shows the incompetence uh, of the Cowboy organization. This is all on Jerry Jones. Like this is all Jerry Jones's fault. Sports Rates Late Night continues, but... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I'm Renzi. We're kicking in with uh, Barstool Sports. Big man on campus uh, in the house. Uh, check him out over at uh, Barstool. Follow him on uh, Twitter uh, as well. Jeff uh, Nadu. Uh, you'll find him under Big Man on campus uh, as well. So, uh, Big Man, Dallas Cowboys. I thought they were going to bounce back today, bro. I, I thought they were going to bounce back today. Like, I, did you see them losing like this today? Like, really? And then Andy Dalton gets killed in, in the game. They, it's almost like a mercy killing. You talk about Ben DiNucci. Ben freaking DiNucci is now the quarterback of the Dallas America's team, supposedly. Like, really? Like, can we drop this America's team stuff, big man, too? Like, like the Dallas Cowboys, this this franchise and the hype, they haven't won in forever. Um, So now they have Ben DiNucci as their quarterback, but... If you're the Cowboys big man, what's the point of even trying to salvage anything? Like none of these teams, like I you know, the only team I think that if they they win a division and they make they make the playoffs, that could potentially win a game and knock someone off would be the Eagles. Right? Like, I think the Eagles, you know, they they've they've had players that have won games before. We've seen, you know, we saw them beat San Francisco this year. The Eagles are, you know, they've come back on teams this year even though they lost. I think the Eagles are the only team like like, if Dallas wins, they'll just get to lose. Like, But honestly, Washington might be the best team in this division right now, big man. Like, that's not even crazy talk. What do you think? Uh, Well, look, I, I still think, and look, I, you know I'm never really partial to the Eagles. I never really give them the benefit of the doubt. 
I do think they're probably the team with the most to look forward to. You know, the Eagles still have some pretty good football players, and defensively, I don't think they're terrible. Um, you know, but Washington's a team that definitely is, is a group that um, is the one to worry about. I don't really worry about the other two teams. Obviously, you have to figure for Dallas. You got to think they'll probably call Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is a free agent. Uh, he knows that offense. Probably bring Ugh. him in at some point. Um, you know, so I, that's Terrible. where you are now with, with them. Yeah, that's where you are. If you're, if you're the Cowboys, uh, though, aren't you better off just tanking? I mean, they have the Dak Prescott situation. So even if they don't want Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Wilson or one of these quarterbacks, they could still, you know what I mean? You're still in a position to trade. Like, like I don't really know. I know like Jerry Jones is going to want to tank. Uh, people are going to bring up the K word again. I guarantee you Kaepernick talk is going to be in the mix uh, this week. Well, I but. Think- I don't think they're going to get the number one pick, though. They've already won two games, and the Jets could very well lose every game. So I don't think they're going to get the. They're not going to get the number one pick. But to get top five pick, idea though. Yeah, Yeah, no, and the the, this draft is going to be really good. So I, I would, I would do that. Like if you're the Atlanta Falcons, imagine like they they get Trevor Lawrence. He's from there, even. All those skill position players that they have, you get rid of Matt Ryan. (laughs) You bring in a young stud, stud quarterback. Like, there's a lot of teams to, with talent, big man, that are sucking this year. You know what I mean? That, like, you know, like Minnesota's a good team, but you know, maybe they're not. But you know what I mean? They, they're supposed to be a good team, and they're not. But, yeah, Dallas is just an utter train wreck. And, you know, I'm not saying that Washington are good guys. You know, don't, don't, uh, you know, don't confuse me here, but this division is not any good. Like, this division, six wins will win the division. Like, I think five. There's a possibility of five, but they play each other. So, I guess it'll get to six. For the record, like, wow. The, these are the new numbers now for the division. Philadelphia Eagles, minus 165. Cowboys, plus 350. Washington, all the way down to plus 420 now, big man. And the New York Giants are 12 to 1. Are you comfortable with the Eagles at minus 165 in that in that area? Uh. Yeah, I mean, because like I said, I, th- I think the Eagles are, you know, they're, they're, they have a lot of guys that are going to be back. Um, I, I, there's no real, you know, I, I mean, outside of Deshaun Jackson, but Deshaun Jackson hasn't been a factor anyway. So I, I think they're happy with where they are. And, and again, they're going to get guys back. Um, yeah, I, I listen, I think they should win this division. It would be a real, sh- you know, kind of surprise if they don't. But again, they played on a competition a lot and, um, I think one thing you have to be happy with is they have looked good offensively lately. You know, it seems like they're giving more on the offensive end. You know, Miles Sanders has been out. Their offensive line's been a mess, and they still found ways uh, to win football games. Look, their great uh, issue is Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson will be their downfall if they have one. Uh, his continued yeah. play calling is poor, um, and, and their defensive coaching staff's not much better. You know, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, though, I, I feel like – they have to be very um, vigorous in in the free agent market or, or try to make a trade because you know this this division's so bad. But again, it's all going to be about what Jerry thinks because defensively they're just really not on the same planet as anyone in this league. I mean, they're like uh, way worse than anyone else. Like, there's some. Let bad me ask you, big man. But if yeah. if if Jameis Winston was the quarterback, you think they only scored ten points against Arizona last week and three points no, today? and that's. No, and Janice no, is making $950,000 like, to be a third stringer, bro. Yeah, Ben DiNucci is going to be right. starting that, next week. Like, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. 
That would be the first call I would make if I were the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. I would call New Orleans and see, you know, huh. what's going to go on. The Saints could fleece um, you. They could fleece you for a draft pick here on this. You know what I mean? They don't even want Winston yeah, anyways. You, you give them a third-round pick or something. You're in a pitch. Dude, Jameis Winston's a quarterback of the Cowboys this year. I guarantee you they start winning games, and they start, they start to score 30, 40 points a week. Dude, like, I don't like I don't know why Jameis Winston is in the, well, you know, we, there's a lot of reasons, I guess, but, um, you know, just it's crazy to me that these stiff quarterbacks, Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ben DiNucci, like these losers get to get to play, and, you know, Winston's a third-string quarterback. Like, really? Guy's holding, like, a Gatorade bottle on the sideline. I don't understand why teams don't like Jameis Winston. I obviously I know he's kind of a, an eccentric cat and whatever, but I, I didn't I didn't understand why the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't look him up. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger has durability issues. They've failed yeah. miserably at drafting a quarterback. But yeah, if I'm Jerry Jones, I, I would have to make that call because you know I think he's a guy that. It, it, listen, let me put it this way: if the Cowboys get Jameis Winston, they will win the division. That's what I think. Yeah. So I know. The players would be excited. The wide receivers would be excited. It would it would provide a spark and, the and stuff. Would miss a beat. He doesn't even make money. Like you're literally getting the guy half a season for like four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Doesn't even make money. Jerry Jones, you spend more money on catering in your press box, like your suite, your luxury suite during the game, than you would pay him. All right. So I promised people, big man, I was gonna blast through every game and uh, we'll praise or rip each team. So let's start off. We talked about the Cowboys. Cowboys, whatever, man. Your grade is like, uh, it's not even an, an F. Like, your grade is, uh, I don't know, man. X, Y. Like, H. Yeah, you're a disgrace. I would say D for disgrace. Washington, hey, competitive. They're battling. They could have won last week against the Giants. They went for two. They lost at the buzzer, basically, at the end of regulation, uh, going for a two-point conversion. They, they're competing. They have talent on the defensive side of the football, so props to them. We talked about the Bills. Ugly game. Couldn't get in the end zone. It was a field goal fest, but, you know, they get an eight-point win. A win is a win. They're 5-2. and two. They get the Patriots up next. They have a chance to be 6-2. and two. The Jets are just hopeless, although with Darnold back, they are competitive. Pittsburgh and, um, and Tennessee, that was a fun football game, and you talked about it earlier. Like, Tennessee showed their medal in coming back. They showed Tannehill can throw the football. They came back. Yet they're, you know, Kaskowski cost them an opportunity to go to overtime, big men. Point blank. They need a new kicker. Yeah, I mean, they also have issues defensively. This secondary sucks. Um, they don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Um, they're they're going to have to start making some stops if they want to win football games because it's only going to get tougher. Uh, they'll get destroyed in the playoffs if this keeps up. Uh, they, they've got to find a way to, to get some stops. Yeah, it's a good point because one thing, you're right, big man, when the other, you know, They've gotten into the habit of, oh, we can score too. Yeah, but it takes Derrick Henry out of the game. You know what I mean? It takes like yeah. it, it takes everything. It changes to what you guys want to do and changes your style. This one happens, though, sort of like a wrestler in fighting. When they knock someone out, they like doing it. Or a three-point shot, you start hitting threes only, right, and shooting threes. So uh, my main man, Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, big man. Teddy Bridgewater, now, uh, what, now 32 and 10 against the spread as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And I'll tell you what, this, and I know, listen, you and I, and I don't have to tell you, bro, you're a Temple guy, uh, Temple football, so I don't have to tell you about Matt Rule, but we know he's a great coach. He's a hell of a coach. This is all a learning experience. They have a lot of young players on the team. 
you know, this this Panther team is going to be a competitive team under rule in a couple of years here. Like next year, like if they don't get injured, they're going to be there. They're in every game, big man. They you know they fall short, but they're in every game. And all Teddy Bridgewater do is does his cover, bro. He's now thirty two and ten against the spread. That's sick. Thirty two and ten against the spread in forty two games as a starting quarterback. Yeah, I I really like this team a lot, and they're doing it without their best player. You know, without one of the best yeah. players in the league. I thought Robbie Anderson was one of the better signings uh, in the offseason. He's a Temple kid. Matt Rule knows him. I would well. trade McCaffrey and, and he, if I was that. I would trade him. Sounds crazy. Well, you, you don't need him. He's a star player. They, you know, you just got to get him the ball. You could get a lot for him. Teams would like, oh, you know, you want to trade McCaffrey? Like, you could get something. You're rebuilding here in Carolina, anyways. It's not. It's not really a perfect fit, dude. They're better without him. Like, it sounds crazy, but I know he's good. He but he come. just puts up numbers. He does. He help the team, or does he just put up fantasy numbers? And you you look defensively at the Carolina Panthers. They could be the youngest team in the league. I mean, they have yeah. so many young kids on that front line, whether it's Derek Brown or, or Gross Matos or Jeremy Chin in the secondary. They're a really interesting team. I couldn't agree with you more. I like Bridgewater a lot. He's a good guy to root for. And you're, you're right. You could get a King's Ransom for Christian McCaffrey. Some big team will pay for him, You know, maybe you know in Arizona or, or someone like that. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, you're not close to winning the Super Bowl right now, guys. Like, if you're Carolina, you're you're three years away from, all right, like in Matt Rule's mind, he's three years away from competing for a Super Bowl. You know, next year, he'd probably like to compete for a playoff spot and then, you know, take it from there. They're rebuilding everything on the defensive side, as Big Man stated. They got, like, literally 22-year-old, 21- and 22-year-old kids on the field uh, in Carolina. And their offense is older, so, like, the balance of their team isn't perfect. It's a little strange. But Matt Rule, it's all going to come together for them. And they've had injuries all year long. I like McCaffrey. I'm not saying he sucks or running my time, but I'm just saying, is he part, you know what I mean? McCaffrey's not going to be great in three years when where you're going to be. It's like a stock, guys. You sell now. We don't need him. We're playing without him. Mike Davis is doing the same damn thing, all right? You know, whatever. He can go take pictures with his hot girlfriend on Instagram all day somewhere else. <laughs> that's, the way I'd, that's the way I'd look at it. Uh all right, so uh, Browns, Browns and Bengals track me today. Man, hard not to like this Joe Burrow kid, huh? This kid, he's got moxie, man. He's got moxie. Um, I'm hearing, too, in Cincinnati, I just read a story tonight, big man, and basically all the vets want out. So, like, oh, whatever, dude, you want out, A.J. Green. You're always hurt, bro. It's not like people are lining up to pay you 17 mil or whatever the hell it is you make and, um, you know, with your injuries. Atkins wants out, and same thing. Fine. Cincinnati, you're rebuilding. I would send all the old guys out. You look at Seattle, big man. The Seattle Seahawks are a better team. And I remember everyone's like, oh, look, they lost uh, Oh, they lost Earl Thomas. Oh, they lost Michael Bennett. Oh, they lost Sherman. I was one of the only people, big man, that said good. I said, you got old guys in the room that disrespect Carroll in front of other people. You have a bunch of new kids on the team. You're trying to create a new culture. You don't need the old guys. If you don't want to be in a room in Cincinnati and be part of Joe Burrow, I'd get the hell, get the hell out of here. I think Cincinnati should uh, trade stuff, yeah, too. I mean, We're going to a break. But Burrow's a badass. He's the real deal, big man. No, he's really good. And Baker Mayfield was terrific. Listen, Cincinnati is an over team. They're going to score a lot of yeah. points in a lot of games. Same with Cleveland. They're secondary. Okay. Uh, Detroit Lions battling. We'll give credit uh, to the pencil neck, uh, pencil neck uh, tool at Patricia. More big man on campus on the other side. Bring it. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Then your rage. We're breaking it down with Big Man on campus, blasting through the National Football League uh, card uh, today. So we were talking about uh, Joe Burrow uh, lighting it up. Uh, big win for the Cleveland Browns uh, today. But big man, Odell Beckham, uh, major injury, guys, for Odell Beckham. And that that's going to hurt this football team moving forward. I mean, they've had injuries. They could, you know, losing Chubb was one thing because they had Kareem Hunt. But losing Odell Beckham, big man, Landry's good, but Beckham stretches the field, bro. This is a massive loss for this football team moving forward. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, they had people step up today. I mean, Rashard Higgins was good. Peoples-Jones yeah. did some good things at a, a Michigan University. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, he, you're right. He does stretch it. And they're a team as far as sure-handedness. Those two are very good at catching the football and, and, and just being sure-handed players. Uh, we'll see what it is. Early indications don't seem to be good, according to – uh, some of the reports, we'll see. Uh, it's been a tough year, man. A lot of injuries for a lot of different teams. But you know, the good thing about for for them, I mean, they still have plenty of options. I mean, they have two really good tight ends in Njoku and Bryant. Um, yep. I mentioned the receivers. They have Jarvis Landry. Yeah, you know, they're they're, I'd imagine, going to get um, going to get um, the running back back at some point as well. So, yeah, I think I think they'll be fine. Baker was very good in the. the Final three and quarters today, though. Chubb will be back soon, though. Chubb, yeah, Chubb will be yeah. back. And you know what? You know what's crazy, too, big man? As good as Beckham is, he doesn't really like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, like, they, whatever, they've been winning games this year, and Odell's kind of shut up over the last couple of weeks. But if you're Baker, there's less pressure on having to get the ball to Beckham. Sometimes there's that pressure, like, when you're a younger quarterback and you got a star-wide receiver – and and when Beckham bitched earlier in the year, and then the coaching staff publicly said, oh, Odell's right, you know, Baker's not getting him the ball. And there's pressure. So now Baker can just sort of do his thing without being, oh, God, man, Odell's going to be pissed at me because I didn't throw to him. And like, right, and that's the thing with Odell. Odell's a team player, but there is always going to be that sort of thing in the air <laughs> around him. There's an aura around him. Portraits late night continues. We're in college on the other side with big man. More NFL, too. Bring it. 